You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 70. What's awesome about this? When life feels dark and burdensome, you may not automatically ask yourself, what's awesome about this? (laughs) Human nature is such that we easily ruminate when we get stuck or face a challenge. But God has commanded us to be grateful in every circumstance and to find the good. We're going to talk about why this is a commandment and why it is powerful enough to pull you out of darkness and into the light. It is perhaps one of the very most important skills you can learn because it holds the key to 100% of your progress and living a meaningful life. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's available on Amazon and filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the best version of yourself. Thank you to all of you who have left a review for this podcast, or you've taken the time to share it with a friend. As you may know, I'm not active on social media. This is a deliberate choice that helps me to have creativity and focus to make this podcast the best it can be. So the only way this podcast grows is by word of mouth. It's by you. Thank you for taking the time to share this with your friends and support this effort. I love you for it. Today's review of the week comes from Mimi Elise 22. She says, Brooke's podcast came into my life at the perfect time. I have no doubt it was divine intervention. Listening has filled me with hope, determination, and inspiration. I have made some little changes in my life since listening, and I'm already seeing the difference it is making in my life. Thank you, Brooke. Your podcasts speak to me. They uplift me and brighten my day. It seems that you have something I really need to hear that day each time I listen. Mimi Elise 22, thank you so much for the review. And I love that you describe being filled with hope determination, and inspiration. Those are a really amazing pair of words there. Hope gives you a vision for what lies ahead. And determination means that you are willing to do your part to make it happen. I love that you recognize the importance of both. And I hope that is what you come away with today. (laughs) Hope plus a determination to practice a new little tool that can literally make all the difference. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings and your reviews and your shares, this is what makes this podcast possible. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing. I'm so excited to talk about this topic today. In my previous episode, I talked about how contrast helps you see more clearly. Knowing sadness helps you understand what happiness is. Knowing sickness helps you understand what good health is. Knowing darkness helps you know what light is. Life without contrast is not the life you want to have. (laughs) If you haven't listened to that episode, it is a classic for understanding life, and it's a really important prequel to this episode. Many of us are experiencing contrast in far greater proportions right now. I'm recording this in the midst of the coronavirus global pandemic. (laughs) Many countries in the world are completely shutting down. I became a homeschool mom overnight. Grocery store shelves 
are hit and miss for me right now on the items that I need. Church has been canceled. All our extracurricular activities have been canceled. It feels like the entire world is shutting down. This is contrast. Perhaps you have already felt a huge awakening that this contrast brings. What have you been able to see that you didn't see before? For me, I suddenly see how much work my kids' school teachers help them with every day. I see how privileged I was in the past to go to the store and expect to find toilet paper or eggs or bread or other basic staples. I see what a blessing it was to be able to gather with people for church or to gather and go out to eat or go to gymnastics and tennis lessons. Suddenly, so much of that is gone and the contrast is astonishing. I want you to consider today's episode as part two that answers the question, what are you supposed to actually see in the contrast? Because unfortunately, we don't always use contrast to help us see. Being able to see sometimes happens naturally, but more often than not, I believe it is a skill that is developed. A year ago, I started a coaching certification program with Brian Johnson. And literally on the second week of class, he showed up with a broken wrist that he had fractured a few days before while doing his morning Spartan training. (laughs) It was a little bit wet and rainy that day, and he was climbing a traverse wall that he had set up in his backyard, and he slipped. He fell several feet, and he landed completely wrong, and he fractured his wrist so bad that it was hanging unnaturally, almost perpendicular to his arm. As he told us about the experience, what fascinated me the very, very most is what he said his first thought was after he fell and realized his wrist was broken. Do you know what he said? (laughs) He'd just fallen and he'd gotten severely injured. And do you know the first thing that came into his mind? He immediately asked himself the question, what's awesome about this? (laughs) What's awesome about this. First of all, let me pause and say right now, no one asks that question on automatic default unless they have trained his or her mind to ask that question over and over again. So he automatically asks, what's awesome about this? He finished telling a story and he explained how he could immediately see what was awesome was that he didn't get more hurt than he did. It was awesome that he could still walk. It was awesome that he could go and get help. He just experienced contrast. He went from having a strong wrist to a broken wrist that required surgeries and screws. He went from being able to do all his physical training every day to suddenly being required to modify everything and also prioritize some rest and recovery. Contrast helps you see. But what exactly are you supposed to see? Let me pause right now and give a little confession here. I knew I was supposed to write this podcast two weeks ago, and I didn't. You know why? Because I allowed someone else's perspective to shut me down. I read a blog post where the author linked to a quote that had gone viral. The quote was short and simple. It said, you don't have to make the most 
of a global pandemic. You don't have to make the most of a global pandemic. The person then went on to criticize influencers and coaches who were treating this epic challenge of being shut down and shut in from the coronavirus like it was supposed to be some self-care retreat where we all take care of ourselves and renew and gain perspective on life. He argued that this approach was glossing over the very real fact that some people are experiencing anxiety and panic and fear. And the worst thing you can tell someone having those feelings is to just make the most of it. His words suddenly made me feel like a fool for doing a whole podcast on what's awesome about this. <laughs> I felt stupid. I felt like everyone must think exactly like he does. If I create a podcast on what's awesome about this, people will think I'm insensitive and I'm unrealistic. So I stayed silent. Well, contrast helps you see. I suddenly had a very contrasting perspective to mine. And as I thought deeply over his point of view for a week, <laughs> I became even more convinced on why, why it is important to use contrast to see the good. Use contrast to ask yourself, what's awesome about this? For just a moment, consider the opposite. When you don't learn from the contrast, what happens when life gives you a challenge that makes you scared or anxious? What happens when you lose someone? or something so important to you? What happens when you suddenly find yourself ill? What happens when the contrast is so great that you feel an intensity of emotion that feels overbearing? If you stay there, you stay stuck. The only way forward is to use the contrast to show you the light, which brings hope which makes it possible to move forward again. 80 years ago, the world was experiencing another global trial. World War II was underway, and Jewish people everywhere were seeing their life instantly in contrast. Viktor Frankl was a Jewish-Austrian psychiatrist who was taken captive with his wife and his parents into a concentration camp. The horrors and suffering from this experience were devastating. Viktor Frankl witnessed the death of both his parents and his wife. Viktor survived and later went on to contribute some of the most amazing and life-saving insights into the field of psychology. In his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he details three core human needs that are necessary for a person to have meaning in their life. One of those fundamental needs is the need to find a redemptive perspective on your suffering. In other words, the need to redeem the negative in your life, to see the contrast and learn from it, most particularly to see something good that came from your suffering. He argues that this does not mean that you have to turn a negative into a positive. A bad thing can still be a bad thing. However, it does mean that you find something good that came from the experience. Viktor Frankl tested 
this theory on more than 30,000 suicidal patients in a hospital system in Vienna. And under his watch, not a single patient took their lives. 30,000 suicidal patients, not a single one took their lives under his watch. Finding a redemptive perspective on the negative contrast in your life is an extremely powerful tool in gaining emotional health. Perhaps all the more poignant is the knowledge that this finding comes from a man who survived the Holocaust. If he can find the good in his own deep personal suffering, then surely I can too. Perhaps you're familiar also with the story of Corrie Ten Boom, another Holocaust survivor. She was a Christian who was imprisoned for helping hide Jews in her home. In her book, The Hiding Place, she tells of a time that she discovered that God was working even in the most horrific circumstances. Corey and her sister Betsy had been imprisoned by the Nazis for hiding Jews behind the wall of their Holland home, and Nazi prison conditions were pretty unbearable. In the midst of the suffering, the women prisoners that were around Corey and her sister Betsy found comfort in the little Bible studies that they held in the barracks. Corey writes that they gathered around the Bible, quote, like waifs clustered around a blazing fire. The blacker the night around us grew, the brighter and truer and more beautiful burned the word of God. Close quote. When they were moved to barracks 28, Corey was horrified by the fact that their reeking straw bed platforms swarmed with fleas. How could they live in such a place? And it was Betsy who discovered God's answer. She read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances. Quoting from the book, Betsy says, that's it, Corey. That's his answer. Give thanks in all circumstances. That's what we can do. We can start right now to thank God for every single thing about this new barracks. I stared at her, then around at me at the dark, fouled-aired room. We thank God for the fact that we were together. We thank God we had a Bible. We thank God for the horrible crowds of prisoners, that more people would be able to hear God's word. And then... Betsy thanked God for the fleas. The fleas? This was too much. Betsy, there's no way even God can make me grateful for a flea. Give thanks in all circumstances, she quoted. It doesn't say in pleasant circumstances. Fleas are part of this place where God has put us. And so we stood between tiers of bunks and gave thanks for fleas but this time I was sure Betsy was wrong. Close quote. (laughs) It turned out that Betsy was not wrong. The fleas were a nuisance, but a blessing after all. The women were able to have Bible studies in the barracks with a great deal of freedom, never bothered by supervisors coming in and harassing them. They finally discovered that it was the fleas that kept those supervisors out. Through those fleas, God protected the women from abuse and harassment. Dozens of desperate women were free to hear the comforting, hope-giving word of God. 
Through those fleas, God protected the women from much worse things and made sure they had their deepest, truest needs met. Corey and Betsy discovered the doctrine behind redeeming the negative, or as we say in our house, the doctrine behind asking, what's awesome about this? (laughs) We are commanded to give thanks to God in all circumstances. Why do you think that is? Why would he command us to give thanks in everything? In Doctrine and Covenants, section 59, verse 21, we read, And in nothing doth man offend God, or against none is his wrath kindled, save those who confess not his hand in all things and obey not his commandments. Close quote. Now, there's some sticky words here. It can be easy to read this and picture God as an angry, offended God who is furious when his children don't notice his hand in all things. It's important to remember that we humans experience offense and wrath far different than God does. When we experience those emotions, we can easily switch into our natural man identity and close off and be reactive. God, however, is unchanging in his identity. He is always a God of love and a God of long-suffering and patience and kindness and mercy. He is also a God who is just. I had a little fun with the 1828 Webster's Dictionary. This is a favorite tool of mine for understanding the scriptures better by using the earliest English language dictionary. So one early definition of the word offense is to transgress a law. Another early definition of the word wrath is just punishment of an offense or crime. When I imagine God being offended and full of wrath, it emphasizes his just character. He allows the consequences of any law that is not obeyed. If you step off a cliff, you experience the justice of God by falling. (laughs) There are laws that are meant to be obeyed. And when they are not, there is a consequence to that law. This is justice. Even if it's simply transgressing the law of gravity, God allows our agency. This is how we learn. Because he is just, we get to learn over and over again through the consequences of every law that we break. So it is my deep personal belief that the very reason God commands us to give thanks in every circumstance and to confess in his hand in all things, the reason we are commanded to redeem the negative or find what's awesome in every experience, the reason is because it's a law and every law has a consequence. Or in other words, every law has a blessing. In Doctrine and Covenants section 130 verses 20 through 21, we read, there is a law irrevocably decreed in heaven before the foundations of this world upon which all blessings are predicated. And when we obtain any blessing from God, it is by obedience to that law upon which it is predicated. Close quote. 
The reason we are commanded to give thanks in all circumstances is because it's a law with a blessing. The reason we are commanded to redeem the negative by asking what's awesome about this and find his hand in all things is because it's a law with a blessing. I know for me, the blessing that comes from obeying this law is hope. If I can see what's awesome, then I have found a glimmer of hope. If I can have hope, I can progress. If I can have hope, I increase my faith. If I can have hope, I can trust. If I can have hope, I can find peace. If I have hope, I can see the light in the contrast of dark. If I have hope, I can move from being a victim to becoming a creator. But I can tell you that you don't fall off a traverse wall like my coach did and break your wrist and automatically ask yourself, what's awesome about this? Without practice. This is a developed habit and skill. We've used this virus quarantine time (laughs) as an opportune time to start practicing this question in our own family. Every day and sometimes moment to moment, we are asking, what's awesome about this? (laughs) When I coach my clients in habits, I used to tell them, if you can do these habits in the everyday small things, then when the big stuff comes, you have trained for it. Now I'm telling my clients, if you can create this habit in this big challenge, then everything after this is going to be easy. (laughs) The pressure is on. If you can look at the challenges you are facing right now and ask yourself, what's awesome about this during a time that may require you to really, really search for something awesome, then you will find the inner strength you need to create this experience into the best thing that has ever happened to you. I had a phone call with a friend this afternoon who has just lost her business. She owns a local gym and her state has mandated the closure of all gyms right now. This is a huge financial hit. It's contrast. Business one day and no business the next for who knows how long. Income one day and possibly loss of all that income the next. I was so impressed by her immediate response. This is a person who looks at the contrast and finds what's awesome. We talked about the ways that she could move her business online. Of course, this requires work and it requires learning new things and thinking completely out of the box of how she's done it all before. There will be a learning curve and probably some frustration in the process of figuring it all out because that's what it's like for every one of us learning something new. But what was one moment, a devastating loss, has suddenly been turned into an opportunity to expand far beyond a local market. She's using the contrast to see. She's using the contrast to see hope and move forward, to be grateful and recognize God's hand in all of this. Remember, the reason we are commanded to do this is for our own benefit. It is for our own growth. That's the reason we're here on earth. We're here to learn by experience. And the only way we learn is to find the good, to find the awesome. To the man who told the internet that you don't have to make the most of a global pandemic, I say, you're right. You don't. The choice is yours. But if you choose 
to make the most of it. If you choose to ask, what's awesome about this? You find meaning in your life. You cultivate hope. You move forward and you reap the blessings that are attached from finding the good. If you choose to make the most of this, you may just find out that this was the best thing that could have ever happened to you. How would your day change by asking, what's awesome about this? How would your burden be lightened by asking, what's awesome about this? Your circumstances may not change immediately, but your outlook does. And the moment you become open to hope, you find yourself in a position to receive guidance and revelation and ideas and solutions. Keep the law of gratitude and finding God's hand in all things, all things hold on because the blessings will come. It's a promise, God's promise. Imagine your life seeing what's awesome and look forward with faith. Do you listen to these episodes and love what you hear and wonder where to start? I invite you to take my Christian meditation 40 day challenge course. Meditation is my most important practice of the day, and I use it for so many things, including finding what's awesome. (laughs) But the key is consistency. That's why I love that this is a 40 day challenge. Challenge is to do it for 40 consecutive days. Starting a new habit, and even more so, being consistent with it can be tricky. This is why I offer every student a free buddy pass, allowing you to handpick your own friend or family member to take the course with you. You get your own accountability partner, and you both do the challenge together. Two people start a new empowering practice instead of just one. If this is calling out to you, I invite you to register at the link in the show notes, or you can find it on my website at brooksnow.com. You can do this. I am cheering you on.